Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Song, bro. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome in to episode number 92 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Stafford with my co-host, Jesse Taylor, and we're the Babes on Broad brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation, and the birds are still undefeated, 7-0, baby, and they look like they're rightfully so an undefeated team, Jess. They do. Now, granted, the I, I, it's funny because before the whole argument was, oh, well, who have they played, um, And but, you know, and, you know, we always say like strength of schedule, it's out of their control. They don't, you can only play who's in front of you. Also um, the NFL collectively across the board is not good. There are a lot of really, really, really bad football teams out there this year. Well, and Jess, when people want to say who have they played, they've beaten. So yes, obviously Eagles are the number one top team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. They're the number one team technically in the league because they're the only undefeated one. Right. But um, the next closest people to them, I'm trying to find this as I'm talking. So behind Philly and the NFC is Minnesota and Dallas. Yes. Both teams that we have beaten. So yes. when people want to say, yeah, who have you? Yeah. And so when people are like, who have you guys beaten? Um, The next best teams in the NFC. Right. So rightfully so we like, who else do you want us to play? Do you want the to Bills play? and the Chiefs? Okay, like that's out of our control. See us in the Super Bowl. Don't know what to tell you. Listen, they're seven and zero, and <laughs> you're absolutely correct. Week in and week out, they are proving why they're seven and zero. And that's the thing. Like, you know, you and I, as Eagles fans, and and people that you know sit and talk about this every week. You know, people want to say, oh, well, who have the Eagles beaten? But these pe- the people that are saying these things aren't watching the Eagles week in and week out. They're not yes. watching the way that they're beating these teams. And the only time any of these teams get back in the game is when this defense annoyingly, you know, sort of plays a little bit lackadaisical towards the end of games and then lets them back in. I mean, like, the, the Minnesota Vikings are the second best team in the league, and they 
couldn't do anything against the Philadelphia Eagles. Like they looked abysmal against the Eagles and it was Jalen Hurts' best game of his career thus far. Yesterday is a close second, but I mean, he was, he was unbelievable in that game. And similarly with Dallas, like they couldn't do anything. Their, their elite defense, the defense that is, you know, the defense of all defenses couldn't stop anybody on the Philadelphia Eagles. They couldn't stop their run game. They couldn't, couldn't compete with their wide receivers. Mr. All pro Trayvon Diggs over here. Couldn't, I mean, AJ Brown broke him literally broke. Literally. So, you know, they have, have done everything they needed to do. And then, you know, when it comes to teams like the Pittsburgh Steelers who are, you know, by and large in a rebuilding kind of situation, they did everything they needed to do. I I mean, a final score of 35, 13, and they pulled the starters with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. What more could you ask for? No, Jess, I completely agree a hundred percent. Like what else do they need to do? And it's perfect how you even said people that don't actually watch the games and see the final scores might be like, ah, like they didn't win by enough, but they've always been dominant. The only game that even had anybody in Philly slightly nervous was that very first game against Detroit when they started letting them come back in the second half. And then also Dallas when they started coming back in the second half. But literally besides that, it hasn't even been like, an ounce of stress on this team because there's always been dominant, you know? So it is, it's very like the teams that they are supposed to be, they go in and beat and like, don't make you question it. So that's also a difference, but yeah, dude, Pittsburgh, exactly what we said was going to happen and what we wanted to happen. I, we closed out last week or last episode and our biggest thing, I was like, it would be, it should be their goal to want to, not have their guys play in the fourth and just be able to get them extra rest because they have this short week. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. It's huge. And it's huge because not only do they, they have a short week. They, okay. So they played a garbage team on Sunday. They play another garbage team on a short garbage week. Garbage team. Um, more garbage. A garbage <laughs> first, if that's possible. A worst team on Thursday. And not only do they get, then get that like 10 day break until their next game, they play Monday night their next game so oh, they wow i didn't even notice that day. yeah because washington's that monday night right right so they so get, it's still another garbage team right and they get like almost like a mini buy almost so they just had their bye week and then they get another you know extra day like their schedule it does work in their favor in a couple mm-hmm. different ways. and that's absolutely one of them so exactly yeah. what we wanted to happen jalen hurts came out got the job done i mean i feel like it's being overshadowed that he had the game he did yesterday. Um, he threw four touchdown passes, which is a record for him. He now owns the longest regular season win streak by any Eagles quarterback at 10 in a row. And they didn't have a snap in the red zone until the third quarter. And the only reason it's being overshadowed is because of those four touchdowns, he threw three of them to AJ Brown. And it's just because we're, I think we're all still in sheer disbelief that we have a receiver like AJ Brown who's under contract for the next four years and he's only 25 years old, six receptions, 156 yards, three touchdowns. Jess, I think the absolute best part of that as well is so obviously standout breakout game from AJ Brown yesterday with those touchdown receptions, but We've also had standout games from Devontae Smith and other guys on this team Mm -hmm. where 
it quite literally, and we haven't even really tapped into Dallas Goddard. We don't even mention that. Dallas Goddard, he is playing the perfect role and he's doing so good with just being like, tell me when you need me to step up and I'll step up. And props to him for doing that because he is so talented and he does deserve a lot more play time and uh, pass targets, I would say. But on this team, you don't need him in that role right now. Keep right. him so that people don't have film on him and don't know how to stop him and don't think you're going to go to him. So that that's just the third guy that you have trusted. Like this team hasn't even really tapped in to their full capacity weapons wise. And that's what's the best part about yesterday to me is like you saw A.J. Brown, but you've seen Devontae Smith. You know that Goddard's there. Like you literally it's just so exciting because you see all this and you're like, we have everything. Yeah. It's and complete. It's make, I'm trying to make an L on this screen and it's complete. And not only is it in the passing game, but also the run game as well. Yes. Miles Sanders is, is playing his best football. Like he is, he, he is showing why, you know, he thinks he deserves a contract from yeah. the Eagles or, you know, anybody else. I hope it's the Eagles, but you know, the offensive line is doing their job and, and the, the Eagles run game is also up there as well. So if you, you know, aren't able to stop the, the run and you aren't able to stop any of the receivers that they have or the tight ends that they have, you, you have a problem on your hands, which is again, one of the reasons why the Eagles are seven and Oh, did you see that AJ Brown got hit with a uh, quote, random drug test this morning? No, I did not. That's hilarious. He did. he did. And he tweeted something like, you know, about getting hit with the test and was like, Roger, this doesn't feel random. <laughs> like, something like, this is not random. I just had a really good game. not random at this point. But, you know, and and continuing on with the, you know, talent that the Eagles have, their defense, I think, yesterday was one of the things that we talked about was, um, you know, when we closed out our episode last week as well, was, you know, this is a team where, you know, we talk about every year how, well, you know, the, the stats and the numbers don't always tell the tell the full story, blah, blah, blah. At some point, when you're playing inferior teams that are bad, like the Pittsburgh Steelers are right now, the numbers need to show it. You need to put that out there. And I mm -hmm. thought that yesterday they absolutely did that. Six sacks, two takeaways. Um, I thought especially in the first quarter, um, you know, Fletcher Cox, I thought, had a pretty bad game against Dallas. And I think he was you know, running things down, flying all over the place yesterday. And, and he played you know, really well, especially in that first quarter. Um, fun stat about the Philadelphia Eagles and their defense. They are plus 14 takeaway differential right now. So they are leading the NFL plus 14 takeaways. Wow. The next number two is the Baltimore Ravens with plus six. So that's the that difference. is a fun fun fact. Not only are they creating turnovers, and they have twenty three sacks through seven games, which is the best they've had, I believe, since two thousand nine. Wow. They are not giving the ball away themselves. They are taking care of the football on offense, and they are taking the ball away on defense. They are, and and both sides of the football, they are playing well at the same time, and all working together in harmony. We are not going to talk about special teams. But offense and offensively and defensively, I think the, you know, the execution and the way that they are have been coached to play 
is what I'm most impressed by. Sure, Jalen Hurts is showing all of his improvements, the accuracy, the arm strength, the decision-making. Um, and like I said, you know, all of A.J. Brown's touchdowns kind of overshadow that Jalen played a, a near-perfect football game yesterday. Um, but he did. And, of course, that's something yeah. that I'm extremely impressed by. But just simply the way that they come in and they get the job done and play well and execute the way they're supposed to week in and week out, honestly, that's what I'm most impressed by from this football team. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. We have it on our sheet. I literally said Jalen Hurts and put two little something, said athletic performance and leadership. Because he's, especially you just said it, he put up the numbers this week. He's been doing it week after week. But then just the leadership that we've seen, um, because we talk about how he's grown so much playing-wise, and he has, and he's always had that leadership. But to just have the, the, true like control of this team and the full respect of this team and it just showed yesterday how they came into this knowing it's Pittsburgh there was nothing to be afraid of with Pittsburgh and they still came out didn't play down and kept that throughout the whole entire game and you are right it, it, it does go back to coaching as well but right. to me I just Jalen is the biggest piece to this offense and this team as a whole that is just truly incredible and what makes it so special mm -hmm. um also i want to point out because you did mention when we were running through things their run is part of what makes it such a threatening team and such a dominant team right now right. trade deadline is tomorrow mm -hmm. i think it's like 3 or 4 p.m and there's been a lot of talks about how we're looking for another running back so our running game which is already very complete and good right now is about to get even better which is well hopefully possibly oh. about to get better so that would be absolutely incredible if the rich just get even richer yeah and i because think we got quinn last week as well i don't right. know if we mentioned that but i think it's going to be it, it's going to be one of those like if they are to make a move especially for a running back uh, you know the alvin Kamara thing i think was just an internet rumor sort of yeah that that got blown out of proportion and i i feel like if they were to do it it would be another you know similar to the jay ajayi golden yep. tate like sort of come out of nowhere it, it didn't know this player was really on the market kind of kind of deal yeah. so it'll i think it'll whatever it is it'll surprise us and I, i'm i'm just excited to see i'm excited to see what happens are there any concerns that you have about this team at this point i know it's hard not to think about it seven and oh but yeah yeah i mean i'm not really complaining about much i mean we always said we wanted to see second half adjustments and that kind of stuff but we're seeing them well enough, maybe not as much as we would like, but it's not our fault. Like it's not their fault because when you're beating a team so much, you can only do so much. It'd be stupid, especially on the short week with uh, yesterday's game to keep them in just to try to show that you can make second half adjustments. So obviously I didn't expect that. Um, my biggest worry is just staying healthy, dude. Yeah. But I mean, you said it earlier, our schedule right now stays in our favor. So Hopefully they could just take care of themselves and be smart about it. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, we, we haven't touched on this, but just to, you know, throw it out there as well, you know, the, the injury thing is, is something obviously you absolutely hope they can avoid. Um, unfortunately they did have an injury yesterday. Jordan Davis ended up having to be carted off the sideline, wasn't able to put any weight on that ankle. The x-rays were negative which is good. So there's no break or fracture or anything in there. He's getting an MRI today, but right now it's looking like 
you know, I, I don't want to say just a high ankle sprain because those suck. Yes. <laughs> um, four to six weeks possibly. And, you know, you hope a little bit sooner because he's, you know, a, a young guy and young people's bodies seem to heal faster than, than older people. But, but he a is a heavy man. Major, he is a large man. <laughs> so that might man. affect how much pressure we can put on it now soon. True. But avoiding a significant injury and that at least is a is a positive yes. that they are no. looking like they're not going to lose him for the full season. I agree. I agree. And that's like stuff like that's bound to happen, right? I mean, it's football, full contact, scary contact a lot of times. So like, obviously that stuff's going to happen and I'm okay with that stuff. As long as like we saw it in the 2017-2018 um, season where there were a lot of key injuries and they rallied together, they were able to get through it. And then it kind of seemed like everybody came back at the perfect time. So as long as that's kind of the situation we can handle that, our team's good enough. Um, So, yeah, that's normal. 100%. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will break down the upcoming matchup on Thursday Night Football with the garbage-er, as Sam mentioned, Houston (laughs) Texans. You're listening to the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. Welcome back into episode number 92 of Babes on Broad. So Jess, we have Thursday night football this week, and it sucks because all the Thursday night football matchups really have just been bad. Besides Baltimore Bucks, that was a decent one. Um, but the rest of them really have just been lackluster. Now people probably saw the Eagles and were like, yes, a great game. And then you see it's against Houston. So it's like, oh, well nothing fun about this and that, I feel like that's how Philadelphia is going into it especially it's right in the middle of the World Series depending how long it goes but so um chaos happening in Philadelphia I know I, I'm not even gonna lie to you with also with a an infant I I didn't I didn't make it on Saturday night I watched I think maybe two innings and you lost me we I was up all night the night before and I, you lost me in the ninth inning too. In the extra, inning. I think that's warranted because they were going really, really late, and also they're not going to win it in those games. They yeah. were down and trailing in that game, but also like it's not a clinch-worthy game. Yeah, I just, I was, I was, I was losing it a little bit. I was fighting so hard, and I had a realization in the ninth inning as I was sitting there. I was like, this game's going into extras. And the baby has been asleep for like five hours. So I am playing with fire on waiting any longer to go to sleep, knowing that she could wake up at any given moment. Like being a parent, it's the hardest job in the entire world. But the, and for me, which, you know, choosing to be a parent, I'm a person who like needs my sleep in the sense of like, I don't like broken sleep. But if I get like three or four solid hours, I'm good. It's when it's under two. And you're in some sort of sleep cycle where you can't pull yourself out of it. That's what's brutal. And I was dangerously approaching what that <laughs> that happening to me. And I knew that I had to go to sleep or I was going to regret it. And then when she woke up at, you know, whatever time it was, the TV was still on and they were interviewing JT after. And I was like, oh, great. Thank you for that. And I'll go feed the baby and go back to sleep. So perfect. Yeah. But anyway, I don't think anybody will call you for that. If they do, it is what it is. I, I, don't, know <laughs> I don't know what to say. I, again, I was screaming at the TV while trying to push this baby out of me. I don't, anybody can try what else to, do you have to prove to if they want. <laughs> I found a video literally the other day of me, like in between pushes, yelling at the Phillies on the TV. I love it. And I was like, 
like I would yell and curse and my husband would be like, what, are you okay? And I'd be like, ah, Bryce Harper just struck out. And he's like, (laughs) what? What do you mean? Like, focus. Maybe that's why I had to have a C-section. Anyway, Houston Texans (laughs) coming on Thursday, or going to Houston to play the Texans on Thursday. Um, They are 1-5-1. They lost to the Titans on Sunday. Yeah. Titans are also a bad football team. Mm -hmm. Um, Their quarterback is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, The only quarterbacks with a... Uh, worst QBR are Joe Flacco and Baker Mayfield, and they are also Baker is hurt, and Joe Flacco is a backup quarterback. So, yeah, um, they're scoring less than 17 points per game, allowing 22 points per game. They're bad on third and fourth down, um, and they they are allowing over 400 yards per game on average. Um, on yeah. a short week. That's who you want to face. Um, 100%. That's a great point. And uh, I think the simplest thing to do here is to just run the ball as much as humanly possible. Um, the Texans are allowing over 160 yards on the ground per game. The Titans only threw the ball 10 times, and Derrick Henry had over 200 yards on the ground. They had a total of over 300 yards on the ground. I, this doesn't seem like rocket science to me, but am I insane? No, I know. That's my thing. Like when we were going through thoughts on the matchup and stuff, literally all that's going to my head is this is one of the toughest ones to not play down because they've done really well coming into each game, like acting like it's a true one-in-one matchup. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, this is a tough one to not play down. So that is just like, I think you always should have some concern going into a short week because anything can happen. Guys' bodies might not be rested. They might not come out as strong. But it's against Texans. So um, it really doesn't panic me at all. I would like a defensive line stat builder game in this. I'm feeling that kind of situation like we saw in uh, game one against the Commanders, Uh how that really played out in their favor. So I'm expecting kind of like that. And then to go with your point. They had 314 total yards on the ground, the Titans did, over the Texans. Like, that's how bad this team is. So, I just think, yeah, we're going to see, I hope we see just a lot of rushing, run this clock out, put us, put them out of their misery faster, Please. and just add another win to the column quick and make it painless and fast and easy. And let me go to bed. Yeah, that's like- all I want. Just, so it's just, gonna be a long game, a lot of long Phillies games. Yeah. Especially tonight's not even supposed to start until late, and then the weather's supposed to be bad. So there's probably gonna be a postponement in there. Just just give it to us easy. Pure chaos. Pure chaos. But yeah. yeah, I mean, like and, and you look back at some of the the other running backs they've faced in the weeks they've had, like Jonathan Taylor, week one had 161 yards. The freaking Bears, who are also a bad football team ran for 281 yards in week three. Josh Jacobs, had. Uh, they're also a bad, <laughs> the Raiders yeah. are a bad football team, had three touchdowns in, in week seven. Like, don't overthink it. Just go in, get it done. Don't get hurt. And Dude, get like play. literally looking at their roster, like they literally have nobody on the Texans. They just have Brandon Cooks, and that's all they have. That is so terrible. Like, it, it's just... It's one of those teams like, wow, 
you're bad. They're bad. But want to know what is funny, Jess? What? Um, just because you were running through some of those comically bad teams that they lost to. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas won yesterday, but they played the Bears. And I just think it's so funny because the Bears put up 29 points on their defense. And it's that, oh, that defense that's so good. I know, and that was my point about it. It's just like everybody's like, Yeah, but the Cowboys defense, the best defense in the league. You're insane. You said Justin Fields put up 29 points on anybody. I thought that was a funny story from yesterday. And they were dangerously close at one point. They were like a two-point conversion away from taking the they, – they were close at one point. It was a really close game, and, and Dallas had to pull away, and they still let up get that many points. I don't know, dude. There's a lot of just bad, bad, yeah. bad football teams. Really? I know. It is a weird, weird time in the NFL. It's very weird. Yeah. But, but, I mean, it's in the Eagles' favor. If anything, this is a year that lines up perfectly for us because literally I've seen it a couple places too, so it's not even just us thinking this and being biased. You got the Eagles, by far the best team in the NFC. Yes. Then you got the Bills and the Chiefs, really, all that's coming out of the AFC. Mm-hmm. And good news for us, we're the only dominant team in the NFC in that talk. And the Bills and the Chiefs, they one of them's got to knock each other out before they even got to face us. So there we go. Lines up perfect for us. Just a perfect time in Philly. Because then you also, we already mentioned it, you got the Phillies tonight, game three. That's Noah Syndergaard on the mound. That, I mean, I don't know what to really think of that because Houston does have such a good lineup. He'll get one time through the Astros lineup and come out. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that's like three innings. If he can go three innings, that would be huge for us. You got Ranger tomorrow. Then I'm assuming it'd be Nola, right? Yeah. So go awesome. right back to that. They're undefeated at home, knock on wood. They just got to do it. Because that's my thing is Saturday they lost. They could have won that game if just literally they did two different things. Yeah. Just stop the bleeding in the first. And if that Schwarber home run was fair, was an actual home run, um, could have been a way different outcome. So they're not far behind. They obviously showed how good they were Friday night. So we'll see. They really have a true chance at this, and it's going to be so exciting. But I'm still going Phil's in six. I think they dropped one of these games at home. It would be so unbelievable. Do you think, though, that, like, I mean, first of all, it was pathetic beyond all pathetic, the crowd in Houston. But two strikes, everyone sitting down in the. In I the will game. say though, please. I will say that was the first game, and I think we kind of gave them bulletin board material for the second game because they were much louder in game two, and much more like trying to be rowdy. And I mean, it was forced, but I think it was That's because force it. I know, but I think That's that it was because uh, the all the reports and stuff, and the one bi- video that we had viral from Fox and stuff. So I think. That kind of gave them bulletin board material. But yeah, either way, them forcing it and being as loud as they were in game two, not even comparable to Philly. Yeah, I mean, if they think that's loud, they're going to poop their pants when they get here. So Yeah, dude, that's going to be sick. They have, be fun. they have no idea what's coming. They have absolutely no idea. With Again, with the bender that Philadelphia sports is on. I know. That's something I was saying, too, yesterday. I was like... The Steelers game is going to be fucking nuts, even though it's not a good thing because Philly's just amped up right now. Like everybody, stay clear of Philadelphia. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. We were. I we were talking about it on the the BGN Instant Reaction Show last night. So 
I'm the only one from the Philadelphia area that was on last night. So Rachelle is from, is in Maryland. Shane half is in Oklahoma and we had Johnny page on who's from the UK. So I was like, you, you don't understand. Like we don't know how to act right now. Instead of Crisco, they're ordering lube from adult film companies for the light poles because we don't know how to act or behave. No one knows what to do with themselves. Literally. It's wild. Also, it I is. to go back to losing because we have, apparently we have to sacrifice one for the rest of them to work out. So I'm going to need the Sixers to start losing again, just simply so the Phillies. Just for now. They'll be fine and they'll recoup. Very fine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I'm on board for that. I can take a couple Sixers loss for a week. Literally, quite literally a week. I enjoyed that we could keep Joel Embiid's streak against the Chicago Bulls going. Um, He's never lost to the Chicago Bulls. He's 12-0. and 0. That's tragic. That's cool. He kept That's that cool going. Streak. Lovely. Other than that, let's, let's keep the vibes where they're supposed to be, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. Great time to be in Philadelphia. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. That is our episode for the day. Thank you. Oh, so this week. Yes, this week. This week. We will not be back for a second episode this week. We will just be doing this one because we usually record on Thursdays, and it'd be silly to record an episode on Thursday morning because you don't have time to listen to it before the game yes. actually comes out. So we will be back next week on regular, regularly scheduled programming. That was difficult to get out um, <laughs> to hopefully talk about the Phillies winning a world series, as well as the Eagles being eight. No, and it'll be a, an unbelievable time um, because it's a great time to be in Philly. So thank you for, as always for listening to episode 92 of babes on broad. We'll be back next week to chat with you until then go birds, go Phillies, go union. Who's now in the uh, MLS finals. Um, cause they won last night as well. Again, great time to be in, in Philadelphia. So just enjoy it everyone and have a great week.